It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. It's time for another Smart Money Questions Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Matt Hausman. He's the founder of Old Security Group, serving you in Metro Philadelphia, Delaware, and Northeast Maryland as well, with offices in Westchester, Pennsylvania, and in Newark, Delaware. You can find us online at smartmoneyquestions.com and listen to past podcasts there as well. You can also call Matt at 610-719-3003. Today's podcast focuses on where you stand. And what we have found, Matt, is that when it comes to financial and retirement planning, nearly everybody can say they're striving for one of four categories. And I'll see if, you know, we'll go through the categories and see if you want to throw in any additional ones or if you think this covers, you know, covers all the bases or at least most of them. Uh, First one, and this is pretty obvious, the goal essentially is having enough money to retire. That's the focus. That's the driving force. Would you agree? You know, it's probably the one question I get most often is how much money do I need? to retire? How much is enough? How much should I be saving? And my immediate response is, you know, it's all going to be dependent on how much income you're going to need. How long do you think you're going to be retired? That's the most important thing, because if you only need a little bit of money, then you only have to save so much money. And if you have, for instance, I have clients that have extremely strong pensions. So, their pension amount allows them and what their income need is allows them there isn't a huge necessity for a big retirement nest egg, so to speak. But in the event you don't have that, you're looking at Social Security, then that is also going to be, OK, now I'm probably going to need more of a nest egg. So how much money we need in retirement or enough is always a personal situation based on those criteria. And for people who are in that mindset or in that category of where they stand in their retirement plan, having enough money to retire, the reminder is it's not about just getting to retirement, but broaden that thought out and remember that you've got to get all the way through retirement as well. So make sure you don't lose sight of of that part of the focus. Um, And then you do have people that are in that category. They have enough money to get retired, but their focus is on staying retired. They don't want to, they really want to make sure they don't have to go back to work or have some event that comes up that I guess would put their retirement in jeopardy years down the line. Correct. And they want to be looking at what are the possible expenses that would keep them up at night? What would have to happen with their money to have them be nervous worried about what that income is going to be. And that's where you want to start looking at where the money is, how is it invested, what's the risk I'm taking, and what's the expected return. And then most importantly, where are taxes going to play? When I go to take this money out, how is it going to be taxed? In the event taxes go up in the future, how is it going to affect my my balance sheet? It's so important to look at that, especially if you are in retirement. Can I make changes if I make the change, is it going to be detrimental to the overall financial health of my retirement? 
And so those are the two basic categories where most people fall into, those who are just focusing on having enough money to retire. And then the next level is folks who have progressed to that point of, all right, now I want to make sure I can get through retirement and stay retired uh, my entire you know uh, life once I've gone beyond my career and my working years. Then it gets a little bit more sophisticated. The third category where a lot of people fall into is they want to have enough money and want to be financially independent for their entire life. And that's a little bit different than just saying they want to stay retired. This is a little different when you phrase it this way. It's a different mindset. Folks who want to remain financially independent for their entire life. What do we mean by that? And, and what extra you know, elements of planning come into play here? Well, I always joke with clients. I said, you know, you love your kids, but you want to be in the position of having to go live with them in retirement. <laughs> Usually the answer is no. Right. But one of the big things that can happen is going to be health care events. And I get the question all the time is, okay, how does Medicare work? What type of supplement do I need to have? And then we talk about long-term care. And, you know, the reality is long-term care is something that can happen that can really take you out of the, quote, financially independent retirement. I just looked up some information just here in Pennsylvania, and, you know, the average home care is $21 an hour here. The national average is around 17 Assisted living is over $5,000 a month. The average is around 3300 And this is really pretty mind-boggling is the average full-blown skilled care facility is $9,500 a month. Wow. So that is obviously an expense that can take somebody out of being, quote, financially independent. So it's something that you really want to look at. Is there a need for long-term care insurance? You know, I'm not a big proponent of just long-term care insurance, mainly because if we go back up to having enough money to retire and then staying retired, long-term care only insurance, there isn't an ability for an advisor to create a expense line that is going to be consistent today, 10, 15, 20 years from now. Long-term care insurance has always traditionally gone up and it will continue based on how long-term care expenses are going up. What you have to look at, are there other opportunities. And quite frankly, now there are over the course of the last 10 years, there has been the development in the life insurance industry to have what are called hybrids. So you can design a life insurance policy where you can access some or all of the death benefit that you can use while you're living for those types of care events, home care, assisted living, and that's something that needs to be put in place or at least should be reviewed that will help you maintain your independence in retirement and not have to go live with the kids. So just something that really needs to be reviewed and understand what those options are. Yeah, it gives you a lot to think about, I think. And if you are listening to the podcast and you haven't really identified with any of the three categories we've gone over so far, do you have enough money to retire? You're kind of like, well, I've already been in that mindset. Do you have enough money to stay retired? Well, we've already been through that period as well. And yeah, we have put some of these guarantees in place to make sure that we're financially independent. Then you probably fall into the fourth category. And that's when you start looking beyond even your own life. And do you have enough to create the legacy 
that you want. What do those conversations usually look like when someone comes in to meet with you and you get to that stage of talking about legacy, Matt? You know what? I would say 80% of my clients, when I, when I talk to them about that, what they say is, the reality is, whatever's left, I just want to make sure it goes efficiently to the next generation. And so we'll address that. And then 20% of the time, we'll have people that or clients that really want to incorporate a legacy plan when they are uh, or in retirement. So it becomes part of the income plan. And I had this actually happen with probably uh, about three years ago with a client and they speci- had specific specifics on their legacy plan. And as we were going through it, there was going to be an expense line item that we were going to put in place specifically for legacy for their four kids and grandkids. But interestingly enough, and this really struck me, is they went and they met with their four kids independent of each other, and they let them know what they were putting in place. And what each child came back and told them was, what we would rather you do is take the money that you're looking, in this case we were looking at a, what's called a survivorship or a second to die life policy, we would rather you spend that money as a living legacy while you're still with us. We don't really care about the money afterwards. So there's all different ways to look at a legacy. That one really struck me as different ways that people can incorporate their money either while they're living or after to build into their retirement plan. And to me, it was just, I just thought that was a beautiful thing to look at as a way to have that communication. Some people don't want to have those communications with their kids or heirs. Hmm. But in this particular case, I thought it brought out something. And so what we did is we actually kept that line item there, but now it wasn't going to fund the second to die life insurance policy. It was actually going to fund extra time with the kids and grandkids. Oh, that's pretty cool. And 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 this is, you mentioned, you know, a harder subject for some to broach. Uh, and, and that's going to be the case. Some of these things are easier to talk about. It's easier to talk about, all right, how much money do we need to retire than it is to how are we going to take care of our, our family? What's going to happen after I pass away? Or talking about long-term care coverage and life insurance and these kinds of things. Uh, it's all different levels, I guess, of difficulty to have these conversations. But I imagine that's your job as the founder of Old Security Group to facilitate these conversations. And is there one particular mindset of person that that you work better with, or no matter where anybody is in their sort of planning process, are you able to kind of shepherd them through the process? We can really step in where does it really matter where somebody is in the process. The biggest thing that what our goal is, is to be able to sit down and speak candidly with the client, especially in areas that we know are deficient and can create massive problems for them later. And so the the client or the the person coming to us that's willing to have that rubber meets the road talk, I think is so important. And many times, even when we had those conversations, we'll, maybe the client doesn't, especially when it comes to the legacy planning or getting legal documents done, is then we just, if they haven't been performed yet, we'll softly be nudging them consistently. One client of mine, you know, they didn't have kids. And it took us three years to really walk through the process with them of just gently nudging them to make sure that those things were taken care of. And eventually they were. And the interesting thing is every single time that happens, they'll always come back to me and they'll say, man, I'm so glad that you have stayed on us to make sure that we got those things done because now we feel relief. 
I, I like that word nudging. And sometimes that's what it takes, making sure people are headed in the right direction. We all need that at times. Uh, we aren't financial experts ourselves. And so we need that nudging to make sure we're making the right decisions and that we're keeping things on the forefront of our mind from time to time. So I'll nudge you a little bit. If you're listening to the podcast today and you had uh, you know, some questions maybe pop up in your mind as you heard these different categories of where a lot of people fall in that retirement planning process and you have some unanswered questions, well, I'll nudge you to make sure that you follow up with Matt Hausman and his team at Old Security Group. All you have to do is give them a call at 610-719-3003. Again, 610-719-3003. Or obviously, you can get in touch with us through the website, smartmoneyquestions.com. You can contact us right there on the webpage as well. Just make sure you reach out and have that conversation about your financial and your retirement plan. Matt has offices in Westchester, Pennsylvania, and in Newark, Delaware as well. So it's easy to come in and get in touch that way. SmartMoneyQuestions.com, again, where you can go to find us online and listen to past podcasts and also future podcasts as well. Speaking of future podcasts, we've mentioned it on the past couple, this conversation about income planning. We're going to dive in a little bit deeper on the next podcast and specifically talk about what an income plan looks like, what's the proper way to structure one, why it might look different for you than your neighbor, even if you think you're in similar situations, or you and your brother or you and your sister. A lot of times you think, we're in the same family. We're brother, sister. We probably have similar needs. Well, it might not be the case. We'll talk about how that looks different from person to person on the next podcast. So be sure to join us then. For Matt Hausman, I'm Walter Storholt, and we'll talk to you next time on the Smart Money Questions Podcast.